0: is the Accidental Safety Pro, live at the 2019 National Safety Congress and Expo in beautiful San Diego. My name is Jill James, Vivid's Chief Safety Officer, and with me today I am joined by Christine McConnell, who is the Philanthropy Officer for the BCSP Foundation, or better otherwise known as the Board of Certified Safety Professionals. Christine, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jill. Really appreciate this. So, um, the foundation... Tell us, for anyone who does, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the Board of Certified Safety Professionals and the designations, maybe that they've gotten through them, testing they've helped with, but maybe people aren't familiar with the fact that you have a foundation. Well, it's because we're new. Really?
1: I know. It's so brand new, Jill. It's an exciting time. So, for those of you who are familiar with BCSP, you know we've been around for 50 amazing years Mm -hmm. contributing to the field. And... Over the evolution of those five decades, they've done a lot to invest back into the profession, and the board has really been committed to that. But they took a next step the last decade to really make that manifest by supporting other organizations, foundations. They do um, a fair amount of giving through the ASSP Foundation to support students and other projects and research. Mm-hmm. And then they've also decided to do a lot of that on their own, supporting universities through their accreditation and reaccreditation programs, hmm. and then supporting students on their journey. So they they were providing student scholarships. And then about five years ago, they decided, maybe we need to formalize our giving process. How do we do more in this space to support Mm -hmm. the profession? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. And then two years ago, they voted as a board to really take that next big leap. And they made a significant financial investment to get the foundation off the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've committed tremendous resources to it themselves, mm-hmm. um, and then they're personally invested. And so it's now formally its own 501c3, mm-hmm. um, and we're in that really interesting charitable space, and we have our own strategic plan, and we have our own group of donors, both individual and corporate, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's really unique, but it's a direct reflection of BCSP's commitment to advancing the field, yeah, um, and it's kind of the softer side. Yeah. So, Jill, we get to do really interesting things, like like you know, um, you're aware of. It. We kind of get to step outside of just the credentialing, mm-hmm. and we've expanded beyond just professional advancement, but how can we support the field in other ways through research? Yeah. Or how can we do other, like take on big scope projects yeah. that would be otherwise limited by... The business model for just BCSP, which is credentialing, which mm-hmm. is huge on its own, right? Mm-hmm. So we get to be that kind of like stretch side of safety and go really exciting spaces.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the accomplishments of the foundation um, to date? Can you, so can the you give big, us some ideas? No, yeah. I
1: think it's fun. So because we've like, We've just filed our first nine ninety. So in January, of what's a nine ninety? It's our tax exempt status. Okay, okay, it's okay. our IRS forms. It's a, Woohoo. it's a seriously in the yeah. life of starting a giant like a philanthropy. Like it's a big. It's deal. It's a big
0: deal. Congratulations. So
1: no, so so we actually were formally incorporated a year ago. Okay. Um, and in that one year space, mm-hmm. um, we held our first research and innovation summit. Oh wow! I, it was. Amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. And that's the reason that we can do things like that is because we sit so firmly on the foundation of BCSP's commitment mm-hmm. to the community. And mm-hmm. we can pull on those resources, both staff and credential holders. Mm-hmm. And that allows us to really, like, go big mm-hmm. right away. But we, we held our first Research and Innovation Summit. And that's one of the, the primary programs for mm-hmm. the foundation. Okay. But we brought together 100 individuals Um, to Indianapolis Mm -hmm. and we had two full days and during that time we conducted research roundtables too which is really the larger framework of having this conversation about what do we not know in safety
0: yeah right how
1: do we get there yeah. And that will drive the foundation's giving mm-hmm. in research and innovation grants mm-hmm. um, for the next two years, and then we'll bring those people back together and present again. Mm-hmm. But it was unbelievable accomplishment. So we're very excited about that. Okay. And then we've other, we have other projects that we're working on. But that's like a like in a year. Yeah, that's a really big deal, a big accomplishment to have right. our, to have our first summit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was meaningful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it
0: was great. It so was good great. things came of it. So um, research and innovation is one of the focuses of the foundation. Yes. Are there are there two other primary we focuses? Do. Is that how it works?
1: We do. So okay. we have the three. So we, we are maintaining that continued investment in um, in faculty and in the school programs. Okay. So that tradition of giving that started was the initial idea for the foundation. Mm-hmm. We're maintaining that through our professional advancement opportunities We're also supporting people through research and innovation, which is new. So we'll be doing um, masters and dissertation so thesis and and dissertation level investments. Okay. And then um, we'll do three at the masters and two at the doctoral level Mm -hmm. every year. Okay. And you can apply for all of those right through our website. So we have Um. the whole online application process. It's a really great program. The student applications for student scholarships are in the same space.
0: Yeah. Um, So let's just just pause for just a second for people who are listening who are like wait a minute what i'm a student right now right let's rewind what did christine just say is available for me five thousand so, dollars okay okay
1: so we're awarding okay. one five thousand dollars scholarship mm-hmm. to every um, qualified academic program a student from every QAP that BCSP has listed. Okay. And the good news is, if you go to the website, all the criteria is right there, Joe. Mm-hmm. So you can read about deadlines. Yes, we have deadlines uh-huh. for submission and and all of the application requirements, mm-hmm. and it's all right there and available to you. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is true for the research, the research funding, and the innovation. Hmm. So we do have some fun space in the research where we'll do one, like, proof of concept, um, early seed funding. And it's a small amount. It's a modest one. It's about $25,000. And mm-hmm. we'll do one of those per year. Okay. Um, but it's enough to get people started okay. on developing the concept. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do some collaborative giving um, through the foundation with other organizations that we've partnered with. Um, so that's nice. But the innovation stuff, yeah, Jill,
0: so exciting.
1: This is crazy cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so this is for everyone who developed a solution in the garage. <laughs> like you were someplace and you and your buddy like needed to fix something and you looked around at all your coworkers and like, well, if we just had X piece, yeah. and you went and made it in your garage out of like whatever Legos, mm-hmm. I don't care, mm-hmm. but it fixed the issue. Yeah, and you realize maybe you don't have the skill set, or maybe you don't know how yeah. to, to bring that forward yeah. and to do all the necessary paperwork for trademarking and protections.
0: Sure. And it's something that has to do with safety, both workplace or community? Yes. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to
1: be a tangible. It can, okay. be, a, it can be a procedure. It can be okay. anything that really steps into that safety space. But it has the potential to impact lots of
0: mm. and benefit
1: others, so yeah. we're here to help you do that.
0: Right. So safety professionals who are listening, who have done something in their maybe uh, workplace or right. their um, or maybe in their um, in type of industry, an industry maybe an industry group, maybe you belong to a. A group uh, for safety for just your type of industry, like one of our previous guests was talking about an electrical federation group they were part of, or I've mentioned I was part of the U.S. Poultry and Egg Association before. Another professional friend who's part of a zoo and aquarium industry, maybe as a as an industry group, you came together and came right. up with a process, procedure, a thing. Uh, right. That you could go to the foundation for help to make it real or live nice. or within your own company. Right. right? So, okay. it's really
1: exciting. So, it's two rounds of funding, right? Okay. So, the first one is only $10,000 and it's mm. sort of to like...
0: Only. build it sounds to, like a lot. Well, $10,000 <laughs> yeah. to
1: move it. It's up to ten, to move it yeah. forward, right? Uh-huh. But then we'll give you all the professional services to wrap around. So, that $10,000 is really to build the mold yeah. or to like do some more testing or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, And then we'll do two of those a year and then after that what will happen is you can come to us and you'll sit through a panel and you could qualify for $50,000 and then the next level and we'll hopefully help you match you with the marketplace.
0: Yeah,
1: wonderful. So that's kind of like we we are working really hard at the BCSP Foundation to make sure that we're stepping into spaces that others haven't gone, right? Sometimes the work is like too big or it's too hard or sometimes it's just like I don't know. Is there value mm-hmm. in it? And mm-hmm. so, let's not duplicate. Right? Yeah. We're going to do the student scholarships because we believe in it and it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And we're going to support. we continue our support of other organizations through their scholarship programs. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at that as our primary driver, and it's that is something we just maintain and we will we will perpetuate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the opportunities in these research and in, in innovation areas mm-hmm. and in youth safety, and so doing those sorts of things. Yeah. It's, it's making sure that we're creating a lot more opportunity in a lot of different ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Wonderful. Those are some really great and exciting pieces fun. of news Yeah, for safety professionals to hear, especially you innovators out there who are like, I, this could be better. This right. could be different.
1: And you know you know how to make it better, right? Yeah. Or you already have, yeah. but you're like maybe you don't think that what you fixed for yourself and, you know, your other your coworkers, oh, sure. where else it could go. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And so
1: let's help you take it there. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Wonderful. And then you mentioned j- just just a second ago that third initiative, youth oh. safety. So talk a little bit about that.
1: So youth safety um, is really the driving force behind Dr. Turnbow. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, Dr. Teresa Turnbow, she's the CEO of BCSP, but she's also a mom, mm-hmm. right? So she raised three kids, mm-hmm. and she's familiar with what it looks like for teens to enter the workplace. Yeah. Um, kind of scary. And it is, it is scary. Mm-hmm. And I think one of her quiet goals in, in sort of bringing the foundation to fruition was, what are we going to do about this? Yeah. And there are a lot of organizations that are involved in some way in youth safety, mm-hmm. including a, a fabulous partner of ours, NIOSH, mm-hmm. um, who has what's called Talking Safety, which is a great program. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there are limitations to, to what we've sort of seen, right? Mm-hmm. And and grateful to everyone who's willing to be in that space. But the recognition that to have a really big impact is a really expensive deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It
1: requires a huge lift from a fundraising standpoint, and if you're NIOSH, you don't fundraise, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're already you're, invested in the public good. Yep. Um, and if we're gonna do this really, really well, it has to be free. Yeah. It has to be free. It has to be accessible. And there's some programs out there, um, not even not in the domestic market, but there's some programs internationally, that really have made a difference in um, youth safety. In numbers, mm-hmm. um, diminishing numbers of incidents, but also in buy in from the corporate community. Because mm-hmm. I think that's really important, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we need to be in the school systems. We need to have good partners in the trades and the crafts. We need to have really strong relationships. And so I think the prohibitive factor has been money. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. Um, it's also really time consuming. Um, and in order to develop a curriculum, it requires a huge pool of SMEs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The good news for me is, once again, I can lean on BCSP. Mm-hmm. We develop credentials. It's what we do. Yeah. Of the highest standard. Mm-hmm. And so I have this immediate, like, pool of resources on the backside. Of and the so subject matter experts. Subject- yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And they're available and anxious. Mm-hmm. Right, let's do this. Let's fix yeah. it. Um, and so, and we have partners who who can provide us with the platform, or are interested in that space of, of making it accessible to everyone. Um, we have tremendous amount of corporate interest, and so now we're here. Mm-hmm. And um, it's everyone's been anxious. Um, but if you're interested, if it's if it rings a bell with you, I would like to see every mayor. In every city who has a program for hiring youth in the summer, mm-hmm. before we throw a yellow vest on them, mm-hmm. let's make sure they've done this, yep. right? Let's make sure they've they've cre- they've, they've fulfilled some training their, and gotten their digital badge. Yeah. So they'll have their own unique digital badge. They'll be able to present that to employers. Employers will have a database that they can search. Yeah. Uh, and let's let's have some pride in this. And so let's, w- yeah, yeah. So
0: would it be accurate to say kind of the big idea behind youth safety? is is preparing our next generation of workforce. Yeah. Uh, and, so the, and so that not only do they, as they get those teen jobs, that we want our kids to have jobs and work experience, right. that um, their employers aren't thinking, oh, they're just a kid. We don't need to train or educate them to the same level we would our other employees because it's a temporary, it's temporary in nature or they're young or right. there's other employment laws that, you know, we... They, we don't have to comply with or we need to remember about working hours or whatever. Uh-huh. But it's, um, it's providing that foundational piece to keep those young workers safe in their youth jobs, but also a foundation to build on when they enter the workforce. Is uh, that the big idea? I think
1: that I think the, the, it's to increase awareness. We want to yeah. educate them about yeah. what, what their role is in the workplace. It's yeah. also about personal responsibility to their coworkers. workers right? Sure. So we'd like them to be in a position to have enough information mm-hmm. to be educated so that they can advocate for themselves and their coworkers so that they can reasonably spot risk. Yep. And and be re- be responsible enough to report risk yeah. because they have this they have this awareness and knowledge that they didn't otherwise yeah. have. It's also really interesting that's the conversation with the trades. We would really like these kids to to go through this process so that when Before they enter a journeyman program
0: or an Mm. apprenticeship program, Mm. they have
1: already have a commitment to safety.
0: So that this isn't something
1: Mm. that they had to be taught later Mm -hmm. on, they have this sense of self Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and responsibility Mm -hmm. to other.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because safety is invisible, Joe. Right. I'm not a safety professional. (laughs) It's in everything. It is in everything. everything. It is in everything. And kids don't know that. Right. Right, it's okay unless they're growing up in a right. household where their parent is a safety professional. They don't.
0: Yeah, and the idea is, is if if um, if this youth safety initiative, when it has legs, which will be soon, yeah. uh, that the there's access, so there aren't r- barriers to access no. to the information, to no. the education, no. to the awareness. Free, free right? It's free, exactly. It has
1: to be entirely free. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's a huge, It requ- it's a big left. Mm-hmm. So we need a 50-state solution. We need a massive rollout plan. Yeah. Fortunately, we have pieces in place for that. We already have the structure around the curriculum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's finishing the delivery mechanisms, and there are a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. But we want it in every high school. I want it in... I want it in every employer for onboarding. Yeah. So that every kid that walks through, and maybe it's a natural fit for onboarding. And if I end up reaching the 45-year-old who's got a mid-career, mid-life change. Who's never had. But never had safety. Good for us, right? Right, right. It's Mm the same base of information that everyone should have access to.
0: Yeah, fabulous. So let's put it in Mm -hmm. that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of work for the foundation, (laughs) and it's fabulous, important work. So question, how... Where does the funding come from? How does that piece work? Well, it's tricky, right? As the philanthropy officer, this is like, this is your focus, right? Right. So, so
1: the philanthropy officer is a fun role because we get to give away money, but we also get to ask for money. (laughs) Uh, So I get the dual, I get Uh the dual opportunity. Um, fortunately, we have some fabulous support from BCSP proper, right? Mm-hmm. Like they—they they didn't just to say, "Hey, let's have a foundation," but we're not going to give you any support or resources. Yes. So they're super—they're fabulous that uh-huh. way, and they're super committed. But it's from—it's from individuals. Mm-hmm. We have—we have major donors who've been um, who've looked at us and said, we're, "We've done you know scholarships at other places, or we've done scholarships with the other you know even you know we like we're interested in supporting you." In scholarships, but we really let's do these programs. Yeah. Like we haven't had this place before, so yeah, yeah let's do that. Mm-hmm. And we have companies that are in that same space that they that safety may not be entirely what they do, but they want a robust safety culture. They believe yeah. in a robust safety culture, yeah. so they may come from a different industry, mm-hmm. but they get this as a part of their commitment to community. Mm-hmm. And a commitment to their to their workers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that having, investing in this means that their kids will grow up safe. Right. It also yes. is self-interested, right? Mm-hmm. They would like to attract people into their company structure who have some sense of safety already. It supports their culture long term and they think they feel like if they do this now
0: growing the workforce for tomorrow exactly yeah. right and yeah. growing an
1: educated workforce
0: yes, right. for tomorrow mm-hmm. um
1: who already who doesn't think of safety as a burden or rules of regulation but it's a part of their core being and yeah. it's a value for them personally yeah, yeah. um and they I have think, a language
0: for it right when they get to work right mm-hmm.
1: so they it makes it easier mm-hmm. on that employee mm-hmm. and an employer and it makes it easier for them as mm-hmm. well so mm-hmm. it's so it's it's both, it's individual support and corporate support. And then fortunately, we also have some um, some project support from uh, other foundations.
0: Yeah. So okay.
1: that 50 it's it's yeah. interesting you could have that inter-foundation okay. relationship. Mm-hmm. So we're working with other foundations mm-hmm. and endowments who are in education and workforce development and youth safety space mm-hmm. or would like to be there in young person health, um, youth health. Sure. So and they see this as a a direct reflection, both from a workforce development and mm-hmm. from healthy communities
0: mm-hmm. um, and access. Yeah, right, so, yeah. right, right. So how long have you been with the foundation? Uh, two years. Two years? Two years in
1: October. So they hired me to start the foundation. Um, she had a very specific vision of what she wanted to yeah. accomplish, and so did the board. Yeah. Um, and so we've been there. I've been there since yeah. the very beginning.
0: See, um, and, you're, and you're not a safety professional yeah. because that wouldn't necessarily be the fit for a philanthropy officer no you're getting dangerously knowledgeable or as the pun intends accidentally yes you're accidentally becoming a safety professional
1: (laughs) i am i am i think um so asking for money is a tricky thing right Mm -hmm. and for me it has to be values-based yeah um you have to really believe mm-hmm. and why you're asking people to join you mm-hmm. on this important journey of commitment of resources whether it's time from volunteering or financial resources yeah and safety makes sense to me mm. I came to the foundation from um, capital campaign work building buildings you okay. know it's real obvious bricks and mortar we need it yeah. and it, um, most of my work was done um, in rural healthcare, mm-hmm. so if you're out in the middle of the Dakotas, yes, uh, or if you're out Northern California, other places that where if an accident happens, you're two hours away from a medical facility, that's a problem.
0: You're talking in, about access. I am, mm-hmm. and
1: also recognizing that those healthcare institutions are also maybe the largest employer in a region, right? And that's not a big employer, but if the hospital should go away, yeah. Then it radiates out to the town too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, so I—it's high need, right? Mm-hmm. These are um, so safety seems to resonate to me that way as well, yeah. and I kind of started to think about it, and I'm sure that this is probably very not safety, but I think of it as the invisible web that holds and binds us together. It's a hundred
0: percent safety. Okay. <laughs> yes. Keep going with that. Yeah. Is that I don't know if that's yeah. a
1: common phrase. I
0: don't know it's if it's not, can... you made it up, but I'm I'm I understanding what you're saying. It right. is it is a tie that binds us together. It does. Yeah. It's in
1: everything. It's in, it is it's in how you how you how we grow our food and how we deliver our food to yeah. to to um, the grocery it's in how healthcare is delivered it's yeah. in our it systems it's in our roadways it's yeah. i mean it's in all the things that make it possible for us to get everything done every day yeah. safety is the built-in component mm-hmm. but no one sees it right so sometimes it's not part of the conversation the bigger
0: mm-hmm. society conversation yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. like what's the yeah. value of human what's the value of our existence well yeah. it's built on safety yeah
0: beautifully put. Um, so beautifully, it is invisible until something goes wrong. Until that's <laughs> right? the and that's what yeah. I always say. Until
1: yeah. you, that's the only mm-hmm. time we see it. That's the only time we have yeah. the bigger public conversation about the safety. Yeah. And so that's why it's the invisible thread and it yeah. but it holds and binds us together as communities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. As, as as small communities mm-hmm. of families and as large communities and neighborhoods mm-hmm. and um so It really struck a chord with me Mm -hmm. because it's an area of high need. And I think that safety should be, safety is a human right. Mm -hmm. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that you can have a really good conversation about the value of a brand, the value of a corporate reputation, or the value uh, of any of those things without including the human factor. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So, mm-hmm. um, it's an, it's said. fun. Um, yeah. So that's why. So there's value to me. Yeah. And so when I'm asking someone to come along in that journey with us, when I'm asking a yeah. company to come along, it's it's a little aspirational, right? Mm-hmm. Let's be our best selves. Yeah. And let's do this together.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's kind of it for me.
0: Mm, that's beautiful. It's Beautifully fun. put.
1: What great work. <laughs> it's great work well, it gets me excited every single day yeah,
0: yeah.
1: it's a it's a really cool environment mm-hmm. um, it's it's an amazing opportunity um, yeah, yeah we're gonna do and the, the summit and it was our first thing right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the it was only 100 people but mm-hmm. that's what we wanted right we wanted 100 people to really connect with each other yeah maybe it gets to 150 in mm-hmm. two years mm-hmm. they did so much so that we're going to Toronto for the World Congress. Oh wow! So, <laughs> wow. I, yeah, uh, we thought we thought, hey, we got in two years to mm-hmm. plan this. It'll be super. No, uh-huh. we're gonna go to the World Congress and we're gonna hold a two-day summit uh-huh. with the same sort of like conversations and experiences before that. Yeah. And during that time, and the, the intent is to get more of a global perspective and then be able to bring some of those individuals and bring that community back sure. to the 2021. Sure. But I don't think I anticipated that much, like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was It was great. great. So, yeah, we're off and running again.
0: That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap up our time today, I'm thinking about um, – You've, you've dropped so many great ideas for people. Okay. So, um, first, if someone listening is like, hey, you know, maybe my company would be interested in helping the foundation. Okay. Um, where should they go?
1: They can go right to our website, mm-hmm. bcspfoundation.org, mm-hmm. and there's a contact us button, but there's also phone numbers there. Sure. Um, and they can... if. If they're already a credential holder, you can just call into BCSP and someone will put you directly through to me. Yeah. Um, But I would start with the bcspfoundation.org and you can see more about our programs. And Jill, we do have programs that specifically support corporate culture. Okay. Oh, okay. So if you're really interested in Mm -hmm. supporting your safety culture and you want to find pathways to do that, Mm -hmm. we can help you with that as well. Okay.
0: That's a great resource. Yeah. And so if people want to, are interested in applying for the scholarship for um, school for themselves, for yes. their own development. Mm-hmm. They can do that through the website as they well, can. find the information there. They can. Right? And then um, the other was about the um, uh, the research and innovation right. uh, grants to apply for. And you can do that through your website too? You can. And okay. then we
1: also have a summit page. And so okay. um, there. are to tell you they're currently redoing that summit page right now, so it's great. We'll have mm. all of the findings from the last summit, and then we'll have preview for the future summits there. Okay, so all of those that basic information is right there on the yeah. website, and we're yeah. happy to, to have people yeah. access it and run through the contact page or just mm. give us a call. Sure,
0: and if someone is inspired by what they heard about the youth safety initiative that you're s- starting to work right. on, right? Um, can they just send you an email or pick up the phone and call and say, Absolutely. Hey, I want to be part of the conversation? Yeah,
1: please include me in this process. Okay. I'm ready to. to to be, if you're a subject matter expert, I'm happy to share the information with you on, okay. on how you can put your oar in and will it really help us row.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, that's fabulous. Christine, thank you so much for your time. That's you great. are an accidental safety professional. Oh, I'm excited you've got, now. You've, you've got it down. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the work that you're doing. We're thank excited. you for the work that the BCSP is doing. Really appreciate it. Thanks for the time, Jill. Yeah. And thank you all for spending your time listening today. And more importantly, thank you for your contribution, making sure your workers, including your temporary workers, make it home safe every day. If you'd like to join the conversation about this episode or any of our previous episodes, you can follow our page and join the Accidental Safety Pro community group on Facebook. If you aren't subscribed and want to hear past or future episodes, you can subscribe in iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, or any podcast player you'd like. You can also find all of our episodes at vividlearningsystems.com slash podcast. We'd love it if you could leave us a rating and review us on iTunes so that other safety professionals can join in the conversation and connect with one another here on the podcast. If you happen to have a suggestion for a guest, including if it's you, you can uh, contact me at social at vividlearningsystems.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.